Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to like this podcast if you like it. Share it with someone close to you. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. What that does is it helps other people who may also like this content see this content. And when you subscribe, this podcast will show in your feed so you can listen whenever and wherever I fit in your rotation. Today, we're still in our series, 100 Days In, where we're exploring topics on faith, ourselves, and our relationships. Last week, we wrapped up our time on faith and the importance of faith in our lives. As I told you then, faith is extremely important as it relates to taking care of every other area of your life. And without a solid foundation of faith, it can become hard to do much else. This is the segment of the series where I want to explore topics related to us our mental and emotional health more specifically, uh, but in hopes that we can implement ideas and tasks that benefit our future. A while ago, I talked about discipline and how, uh, how to have it, especially in your physical life, eating a healthy diet, getting some movement or exercise in, the whole nine yards. Today, I want to re-explore this topic as I think it will help us as we continue on not only in this series, but in life. If you follow a challenge or if you're following the challenge, then you have gotten to understand the meaning of discipline in your life as we have now approached the 30 day mark in this challenge. And it's crazy how much time is just flying by. Uh, But today, right now, let's talk a little bit of economics. So having big goals and being disciplined in meeting them is extremely important. It is one of the things that I think that we as humans, we as people can do a whole lot better. The very first episode of this podcast, I talked about developing smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, and timely goals. Um, and I had you do a little exercise, if you did it. Uh, I certainly did. I, had, I did a little exercise just to develop, you know, a few goals um, that I want to achieve, that I want to accomplish, that I want to realize in the next 10 years. You know, I'm approaching my 29th birthday in September, and I've really been thinking about what do I want the next year to look like? What do I want the next five years or 10 years to look like? Um, what are some of the things? things that I'm doing today that I can start and or stop that will help me get to, you know, exactly where I want to be, or at least closer to where I want to be without hindrance, um, from my own self. Uh, and so I started developing these smart goals. Um, now one of the things that I've done recently is, uh, develop goals on finances. Now, It's obviously necessary, (laughs) but if you have not done this, I can promise you that it will be very difficult. And it's not that I didn't already have a goal with finances. It's it's not that um, when it came to finances, I was just completely, you know, out of the loop or just not paying attention. That that's definitely not true. Uh, but there was no set in stone kind of process to manage my finances, um, at least like there used to be an undergrad. 
Uh, there was no sort of it was kind of like a oh I work I can anticipate uh, thank God I work salary so I can anticipate anticipate you know how much money I'm going to get in the next paycheck I know how much money I'm going to be making over the next year through this one job so I can kind of determine whether or not I can afford this or afford that or do this with this money and do that with that money um, it was kind of like that but that's not really a solid foundation to live your life on at least financially speaking. Uh, so there are a lot of big goals, right, that are are coming up uh, that I have planned, you know, within the next year, within the next five years. And one of the things that I realized from looking at my credit report and um, now with student loans being due, I realized I want to be debt free. I am so tired of paying Peter, Paul, I, I ain't robbed nobody yet. I ain't robbed nobody yet, but I'm tired of paying everybody. I am so tired of of owing this person or that company or whatever the case may be. I just want to be debt free or at least, if not debt free, um, leverage that debt in a way that is mutually beneficial. That really helps me because right now my debt is not really helping me. Uh, well, besides student loans, I think arguably we could say student loans help me. Um, but besides that, all of the other debt that I have from credit card debt to auto loans, none of that is really helping me. And so I decided I want to be debt free. And so I started uh, a second job. I started um, or I'm starting a second job. Um, I picked up a couple of side hustles just so I can save money and eliminate debt. Right. I want to be able to be in a position where uh, my debt is lower and I have six months uh, of expenses worth of saving. Now, I did this before uh, I saved up six months uh, of expenses for saving. And let me tell you, during the pandemic, that came in handy. After I lost my job, I had six months worry free. There was money already in the bank uh, that I had worked for that I'd already paid taxes on and I already paid tithes on. <laughs> there was already money in the bank that I could use to be able to live. But, you know, the thing is, a lot of us, especially as Americans, um, we don't take that route. Um, I was reading something from The Motley Fool uh, the other day and they did this um this poll, uh, this polling, they asked people questions. They contacted, you know, all of the credit bureaus, Experian and, you know, you know, all of them. Uh, and they were asking them about, you know, the uh, uh, the amount of debt and things of that sort. Uh, so the total household debt for the second quarter that that's ending. What was that? Uh, June uh, for the second quarter uh, is 17 trillion dollars. That's household debt. That means us everyday Americans, we owe $17 trillion. But here's the number that really, really uh, sticks out uh, to me. The total credit card debt. Th these are credit cards. These are, these are I'll pay you back next Tuesday. You know how that go. Uh, this, these are spot me now and I'm going to get with you next week when I get paid cards. Uh, the total outstanding debt is one trillion dollars over one trillion dollars now there's only what 300 million of us 338 million of us or something like that no more than 350 million of us uh 
and we are one trillion dollars in credit card credit card debt i should have came out with my own credit card company i just started loaning people money and and put it on a credit card um so i can get a piece of this one trillion dollars when they come back the total mortgage debt 12 trillion dollars that's that's crazy. the total auto loan debt 1.5 trillion dollars the average new monthly new car payment in 2023 is $736. That's the monthly average new car payment. That is just insane. And after looking at this, after reading this, after after researching, you know, the article and things of that sort, um, I decided that I didn't want to be a part of that number at least not anymore. And so at the start of the challenge, you know, I started going over my finances. Um, it, it wasn't originally a part of my challenge. Like I didn't go into the 100 day challenge saying, oh, I need to do something with my finances. It just kind of popped up, you know, <laughs> you know I, I read this uh, and I was thinking about some other things, you know, some goals that I want to accomplish uh, within the next year. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to need some money for that. I'm going to need some finances for that. Um, and so I was just like, okay, I got to do it. And so, you know, simply put, um, I believe uh, that God has a purpose for my finances, but it can never be realized if I am not a good steward of my finances, right? If I am walking in my purpose, if I'm walking in my calling, uh, you can't do that broke. I don't care how much you want to feed uh, hungry people, <laughs> You won't feed nobody if you ain't got no money. That's just simple as that. It's just as simple as that. Um, and so in order to be able to you to be used for your purpose, and I think one of the best ways to be used for your purpose uh, is to be a good steward of your finances. Now, I'm not doing it because I believe that someday I will be a millionaire, even if I do. And I do. I, I think that one day I'll be, I'll be a millionaire. But I am not regulating my finances. I'm not going over them. I am not creating uh, plans. I hate to use the word budget because it implies, you know, it's like it's my money and budget says that I can't spend my own money. I like to use the word spending plan. It sounds a lot better. Yeah. Spending plan is is given like, you know, you worked for this and you deserve to spend. I like that. So, uh I am going over that. I'm creating this spending plan. You know, I'm budgeting. I'm doing all of this kind of stuff, making sure my taxes is paid up, all that kind of stuff uh, that I know some of us don't like to do. Uh, so that way, you know, as I increase uh, in financial wealth, uh, it's it's easier to manage. Right. Uh, it's easier to manage. Uh and I can be trusted with that financial wealth. Um, if you ain't got a million dollars, why would somebody give you a million dollars or trust you with a million dollars when you can't handle a thousand dollars? It just wouldn't make any sense. Now, the principles that I am learning and that I'm in implementing are universal across my life. Or as I heard and, and repeat to myself, I don't know who I heard this from, but they said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Uh, side note, you ever catch a ride with one of your friends or maybe someone else, you know, and you always find yourself waiting for a few minutes before you can actually sit down while they clean off that seat. 
they're grabbing all the paper, they're grabbing all the boxes, they're throwing away all, all of the napkins and tissue and all that kind of good stuff. Well, the thing is, in my mind, I sort of think, and I know I shouldn't, but in my mind, I sort of think, listen, if your car looks like this, how does your house look? How does your room look? You know, um, if, if your car looks like this on regular, regular Tuesday morning, just imagine what it will look like when you really have got got somewhere to be, when you really got something going on. Uh, to me, it's kind of scary. You know, the things that you learn in one area, the habits that you pick up in one area doing one thing can be applied to other areas of your life, even if you're accomplishing different tasks. In the workforce, we call this transferable skills. These are those soft skills that people have and that people use in order to go from job to job or from role to role. That's the thing, too. These skills are useful across the board and they help you in achieving similar outcomes. Broke people who know how to manage their money will be wealthy people who know how to manage their money. The skills don't just go away when you elevate. The skills simply become more exposed. They become more enhanced. You know, this is something that Michelle Obama said during the 2016 campaign. She said, the presidency does not change who you are. It only reveals who you are. That's so true. Elevation only exposes what you have learned or what you fail to learn. Elevation only brings you closer to the light. It only brings you upward in the spotlight. It only raises awareness as to your 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 strengths and your weaknesses. And so when you are so-called at the bottom, and I'm using air quotes, when you're at the bottom, it's important to learn how to be disciplined. It's, it's important to learn how to manage things. It's important. Uh, uh, the Bible says it's like, like this. If you are faithful over a few things, I'll make you ruler over many. If you can manage, if you can be faithful over the few things, the, the least of these, then when you are ruler over many, what you learn when no one else was looking, what you learn when no one else is asking you questions, what you learn when no one else expected you to actually get it right because you wasn't in an elevated position, those skills are going to come in handy once you are elevated. Now, it doesn't mean, and I'll let the theologians uh, argue about this, it doesn't always mean that you won't be elevated because you didn't learn it. Because the simple fact is, whatever happens will happen. There are people who are elevated before their time. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. There are people who are elevated before their time. There are people who are rich for no reason. People win the lotto, right? People come out with a new dance and or, or put it to a rap beat. And all of a sudden, they're, they're internet sensation overnight. Um, people can elevate, but it doesn't mean that they're ready for it. And you can tell when someone has not been studying in private or studying uh, at the beginning stages and learning things at the beginning stages, you can tell um, <laughs> by the way that they act, by the way that they move when they are in a season of spotlight in a season of elevation. And that is what discipline is all about. Listen, discipline is not an outcome, although you can see the results. It's not about an income, although you, you may be also able to see that. Uh, discipline is about character. Discipline is a character trait, a collection of consistent habits. That's why it's better to become disciplined in the dark when nobody's looking. 
when nobody's checking up, when nobody's asking you questions, when nobody is coming back uh, to, to, to pump and to prime you, when nobody is questioning whether you are doing it or not, it is better to become disciplined in the dark. So that way, once you get to the light, you are already set. You are already there. You know, so I, know I was really honored and appreciative the other day. This woman at church came up to me afterwards and she says, you know, I remember when you first got here and I can see the development and I hear the development vocally. Uh, she said, you sounded amazing when you first arrived, but this is different. This is next level. And that's that's exactly what she said. I'm not even patting myself on the back. I ain't making no words. I ain't putting words in her mouth. You know, I was really touched by that. I was really touched by that. And I thanked her and we both went about our merry way. But you know, I, I kind of regret and, and, and I think that, you know, if I had the time <laughs> um, um, that I probably would have explained to her and I probably would have broke out crying, explaining how many nights I've cried since then, since I first hit that stage, since she first met me. She has no idea how many battles I've faced since then. How many times I had to accept things I could not change and say no to things I wanted to say yes to. No, not just once, but over and over again. How many times I had to stay the course when I didn't want to. How many times I had to show up when I wasn't happy. How many times I had to, to sing my way through it or to pray my way through it or to act and smile and wave my way through it when I just did not have the energy I felt to make it to the next step. It was the discipline. It was the being prepared in the dark. It was the being prepared when, no, when nobody, well, when everybody least expected it. It was the being prepared. And so what she heard that day, that Sunday, that random Sunday, what she heard that day was a result of all of the things that she couldn't see. Now, I started talking um, in this podcast about money uh, in the outset. And the thing is, you know, this still applies. That skill set is across the board because I'm becoming more disciplined and better and a better steward of my finances, my time is reaping the benefits. My relationships are reaping the benefits. My mental health is reaping the benefits because what I am learning in one area of my life only carries over to every area of my life. Character traits like discipline are not compartmentalized. So just like I use my budget and I track my spending habits, I track my eating habits. Just like I go over and, and figure out how much money went into my account yesterday and how much money went out of my account yesterday. That's what I'm doing to my energy levels. Who am I spending my time with? Who drains my energy? What drains my energy? And what gives me energy? What gives me life? That's I want to be able to balance my time in a way that at the end of the day, I am going to sleep with more than I woke up with. And it's not just about money. <laughs> it's not just about money. But it's about everything else. Because every other area of my life is impacted by what I'm doing as it relates to money. Let me move on because we're out of time. The three ways to remember discipline. Number one, <laughs> let me tell you, this is the hardest answer, at least for me. Say no. That's the quote. The hardest answer is no, but that no 
is really developing your character. That note that you give is really helping you to become who you need to be, who you were created to be. That no is signifying to things that are mediocre, things that are not, you know, in your mission, things that are not a part of the plan. It's signifying to those things. You ain't got the time. I was listening to John Maxwell once. He says that he got invited to speak at this one event and they called him and said, we're going to pay you $10,000. He's I called him back. He said, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I'm not coming to the event. They say, okay. He said the next week they called him and said, okay, we're going to pay you $50,000. And he said, well, it's not about the money. It's about the mission. He said, what you got going on there, it's not a part of the mission. It's not a part of the game plan that I'm on right now. It's not that what you're doing is bad. It's just not a part of the plan right now. So I'm not coming to that. They understood. The hardest answer is no. Number two, be confident in the plan. When you believe what you believe is reflected in your decisions and in your actions. I told you that the other week. When you are confident in the plan, when you ask enough questions concerning your long term goals, you will be able to discern what is better and what is worse. Number three, change your perspective. Instead of viewing it as a task, view it as a character trait. Discipline for me is not a task. It's not a task. If discipline is a task to me, then I can easily kick that task down the road. <laughs> I can easily cancel it. Just, just snooze on my calendar, snooze on my alarm clock, right? It could be so long before I finally complete that task. And then what happens when you complete it? What happens when the dog catches the car? So view discipline as a character trait. It's something that you are consistently and constantly having to develop. It's an everyday thing. It's an every moment thing. Number one, say no. That's the hardest answer. Number two, be confident in the plan. And number three, change your perspective. Discipline is a character trait, not a task. Again, thank you so much for tuning in this week. This is Discipline Reworked. Next week, we'll be following up with another topic on us. I hope that you are really enjoying this content. I really hope that you are, are, are that it's benefiting you and that it's helping you in, in some way. And if it is, be sure to like it. Be sure to share it. Listen, reach out to me, text me, call me, whatever it is, uh, and let me know if this is really helping you um, because I hope to be a help to you. And guess what? If this is not helping you, like I told you in the first or second episode, if this is not helping you, don't listen. <laughs> don't listen. In fact, don't listen to anybody. Don't listen to anything. Protect your, your I call it the floodgates. Protect your floodgates. Protect your eyes. Protect your ears. Don't listen to things. Don't see, Don't watch things. Don't gravitate towards things that are not benefiting you. Not today. You don't have time for it. You've got to be disciplined. Have a good week.